Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our spiritual vitamin reading out of the Psalms today, directing us to Psalms 73 and verse 25. And we find these words, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. I want to talk for just a few minutes as the Spirit will allow, and you might entertain. Uh, This thought, a friend in need is a friend indeed. A friend in need is a friend indeed. Beloved brothers and sisters, I greet you again from our reading And I would have you take note in verses 1 through 24 before we get to our spiritual vitamin. I came to realize as I was reading it that what I was witnessing was an intimate and personal journey of discovery by the writer into the sufficiency of God. Now that word sufficiency, I would have you take note, comes from the root word suffice, which according to Webster means to be enough or adequate as for needs or purposes. How many of you realize that no matter what your needs are, God's sufficiency is more, more than enough? In fact, Paul reminds in Philippians 4, around verse 19, that my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. In other words, God has more than enough available to him to adequately meet our needs and fulfill his purpose. Here we are on a day-to-day basis looking at and wondering how needs are going to be met, whether it be financial needs or nourishment needs. God's word reminds us that he, in his all-sufficient nature, has more than enough to meet our needs and watch this fulfill his purpose in our lives. In fact, I'm reminded that one of the principles associated with the observance of what is called Jubilee was lending to the poor. As you read in Deuteronomy 15, around 7 and 8, it says, If there is among you a poor man of your brethren within any of the gates in your land, which the Lord your God has given you, you shall not harden your heart nor shut your hand from your poor brother, but you shall open your hand wide to him and willingly lend him sufficient for his need, whatever he needs. Hands wide open to those less fortunate reflects a man after God's own heart a man after God's own heart because it is in God's heart to always supply our every need according to his riches and glory. And according to the Hebrew writer in 4 and 16, there is no better place to access not only mercy but grace in our time of need than at the throne of grace. If you read Hebrews 4, 16, it says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Whatever you need, God's got it. And this was the case in our spiritual vitamin, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, whatever you need, God's got it. And this was the case in our spiritual vitamin as David, in his personal journey of discovery, finds understanding and peace upon entering the sanctuary. 
Now, what prefaced this journey? I would have you take note was his observation of the wicked around him and the ungodly seeming to operate unchecked and prospering in their wicked ways. But don't miss this. It not only filled David with contempt, but almost caused his feet to stumble. You read the word, you'll see he got bitter. And because of his bitterness, he almost fell, went astray. Because bitterness from that which we don't understand can cause us sometimes to stumble or fall. But aren't you glad you serve one who's able to keep you from falling and present you faultless even in the midst of your bitterness? David was falling prey to his own bitterness, that is, until he made his way into the sanctuary of God. Now, how do I interpret that today? He made his way to church. Today we call that the church, and the church, if given the opportunity, beloved, can put you emotionally in check. The church, if given the opportunity to, can put you emotionally in check. If you don't believe me, look at what was said uh, later by David in verse, I believe, 17. He said, then I understood. Then I understood. You see, it was then that he came to realize that his heart was grieved and his mind was vexed all for nothing. And don't miss this. He came to realize that all of the bitterness that he was feeling was because he was focused on the wrong things. Wow. Well, beloved, that's my message for you today and a warning at the same time as you listen to me today. I hope you are hearing what the word is saying to your spirit. Watch what you allow yourself to focus on because focusing on the wrong thing can and will leave you bitter. And you need that like a hole in your head. And as a result, you'll never learn to appreciate God's sufficiency. Who woke you up this morning? Who got you started on your way? Gave you the activity of your limbs? Stop focusing on those things that will leave you bitter and start thinking about the goodness of the Lord and all that he continues to do for you. There is also, I would suggest to you, a subtle suggestion of loneliness in the reaction of David. One writer said concerning loneliness that some people feel isolated and bitter because they build walls and not bridges. They build walls and not bridges. They build walls which isolate rather than bridges that bring together. And in order for you to have an understanding, things have got to come together. They've got to fit. They've got to make sense. And if the truth be told, too many believers are incapacitated in kingdom work because they spend too much time watching and not enough time working. But when we keep our affections fixed on God, he will give us the understanding we need to refocus on what is really important. What is really important with you? You can tell by what you focus on. If it's what other people are doing, what other people are saying, then you're out of focus. But if it's appreciating how sufficient God is and supplying your every need every day, then you'll be able to see more clearly. Look at what happened to David. Although bitter, feeling somewhat isolated because of what others were doing, he stayed with God. He didn't allow his bitterness to cause him to stray, stumble, or fall. And because he stayed with God, the, 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 the writing says that God remained his sustainer. Listen, stay with God and he will help you. David stayed with God, who in turn helped him refocus on what was important. And now in our spiritual vitamin, he concludes with the question, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon the earth that I desire but you. 
Listen, biblically, desire here means to long for. Who do you long for? What do you long for? The proverb writer in 21 and 20 says, There is desirable treasure and an oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish man squanders it. David was confessing now that he was thinking straight. All he ever need, all he will ever need, spiritually and naturally, was wrapped up in his understanding of his relationship with God and his appreciation of God's sufficiency. Beloved, wise up and don't be foolish. Learn to appreciate God's sufficiency for your life. Stop worrying about what other folks are doing or saying. Like David, learn to appreciate that if you stay with God and focus on God, what you have in your relationship with him is much greater and of greater value to you. In fact, I dare say it will be more than enough because in him you will have a true friend. Like I said from the outset, a friend in need is a friend indeed. God bless you. God bless you. You know what it says. Hey, Mary. Yeah. You know, I just thank God for you and your spiritual vitamin. You know, my sister, now I ain't telling her age, but I want to tell it. But anyhow, um, she 80. I ain't going to tell mine. But <laughs> anyhow, um, I thank God for my sister because she's a Sunday school teacher. She's coordinating her church and everything. Uh-huh. And she called, when I call her in the morning, if I leave from up here around 10 o'clock, because uh-huh. we go to the 700 Club uh-huh. with Pat Robinson. And she calls me up and she says, good morning. I remember when she first started that, right? Uh-huh. I didn't kind of accept it, right? Uh-huh. But I've been talking to the Lord and, and, and in the mornings now when she say that, and just how much it means to me. It, it helps you that keep your thinking clear. It helps you keep... It's like, good morning, because God just raised me, from, you know, from sleep. And right. the glory goes to God. Right, and right. And I just really thank my support. And far as God supplying my needs with Philippians 4.16, uh-huh. is that right? That's right. I mean, I stayed with God. He gave me a rubberized roof. I didn't have to pay a cent for it. Now, you know that's expensive. He gave me, when I, when I, my, my furnace went up, a young man named uh, McCoy was, uh, you know, coming for the campaign to be voted for. Right. And he knocked on my door and the room, and I said, I don't have any heat. He went and told Senator Max Fed, man, I, they gave me a brand new furnace. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.